I'm Claire Wright at Sunday Scaries. And I'm Emma T at Hornblood Fire. Welcome, Welcome to, to Fang Bangers, the internet's horniest True Blood rewatch podcast. Join us as we dive into the seedy, sexy, and scary world of Bon Ton. Meet us at Malotte, grab a bottle of O Negative, and let's find out if you are a fang banger. Hello, everyone. My name is Amber, and I'm a fang banger. Hi, everyone. My name is Claire, and I am a fang banger. And I have the delicious job of giving us the synopsis of the week for season one, episode one, Strange Love, which aired September 7th, 2008. The premiere. The premiere. The very first. <laughs> the blueprint. Yes. The moment. We love to see it. Okay. This show does such an amazing job setting us up in the world, in our True Blood world, within the first five minutes. Right. To me, I think this is a pretty much perfect pilot. We get everything set up. We get context. We get exposition. We get characters. It's just a really good example of like a show that sucks you in. Excuse the pun. A show that <laughs> sucks you in and gets you addicted straight away. Yes. Um, within the first few minutes, we learn that it has been two years since the vampires came out of the coffin. Love that. And a Japanese brand called True Blood came out with a synthetic blood for the vampires to coexist with humans. The show centers in Bontemps, Louisiana, around our protagonist, Suki Stackhouse, who is a 25-year-old waitress who is a telepathic, yes. we learn very quickly. Yeah, Suki is straight up adorable from the get-go. <laughs> um, Anna Paquin my gap tooth sister is just absolutely adorable and she's like so perfect in with her little like blonde hair <laughs> a ponytail um her little swingy ponytail her, yeah her little like waitress outfit um just love her big fan of suki big big fan suki works at merlots which is the local watering hole bar owned by sam and this is where she meets our 173 year old vampire and our king bill compton we also meet Suki's brother, Jason, who is a hoe and Such a, himbo. a sweet baby himbo. King himbo. King himbo. And we learn, we see him um, hooking up with Maudette Pickens, who... She's reaching. Honestly, Maudette <laughs> is reaching. Like, Jason is, like, no offense to Maudette, but Jason is so much hotter than her. You know, yeah, Maybe. But, you know, as we as we learn, uh, Mada is a fang banger. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. yes. So she has the confidence of a fang banger. Mm -hmm. She is going to sleep whoever the fuck she wants. Oh, yeah. Um, in learning about Mada and Jason's sexual escapades, we believe that Jason strangles Mada to death for a moment. Yeah, Jason episode. gets a little bit too rough. Mm -hmm. um, and that is the main storyline is Jason thinking that he's killed Mada but hiding it and the police trying to investigate this murder. And in doing so, we also learn, yes, as Mada is a fang banger. And as Bill comes into town, we have a lot of mystery over, was it Jason? Was it a vampire? We also are introduced to the Rattrays, a couple who are very aggressive to Suki from the jump. And we later learn are trying to, who end up attacking Bill 
and stealing him for his vampire blood. And why is that, Amber? So in the world of true blood, vampire blood, aka V, is, well, it's just like a super drug. It's like Viagra, it's like heroin, it's like crack, all rolled into one. It's um, very valuable. Um, It's sexually potent. So everyone wants a little bit of V. And basically when, when Bill shows up, he's like, you know, he's got it on tap. He's a mm-hmm. blood bag. So the rat rays are basically, you know, like um, trashy drug dealers. They want to um, get Bill tied down, drain him. And our, bless, our little sookie baby goes out to rescue Bill and gets the shit kicked out of her, basically, because, you know, she's already completely smitten with Bill. Mm-hmm. He's walked in. And honestly, I can't blame her because Bill's showing up and he's like... Um, his brooding, dark, um, what kind of shirt do you call that? He's got like a linen old- it's like a billowy. Yeah, yes. I love it. Like he, he comes out of nowhere. You know, this town of Bontemps, they've, they've never seen a real vampire in the flesh. It's been a few years since vampires came out. And they've never had a vampire. They've Bill never had a vampire. vampire. Bill is their first vampire. And it's quite literally when you came in, the air went out. Literally. When they see mm-hmm. each other, Suki senses- senses him Mm -hmm. the world stops it's slow motion and they turn towards one another yes and something very important about bill is that suki cannot read bill's thoughts so suki is a telepath as we mentioned and being a telepath some people in her life know yeah some Some people people in the town just think she's crazy it's mainly like her friends and family her best friend tara who Mm -hmm. um ends up working at merlot's in this episode she gets fired from her job we learned that she's just the best. So Suki, <laughs> yes, yeah, Suki being a beautiful young woman in a pretty backwards town realizes that the thoughts she can hear are not exactly like pleasant. Let's just say um, there's a lot of, you know, the people are thinking dirty, dirty things mm-hmm. about her, nasty things, rude things. People are calling her slurs. Um, she's just not popular. And it, it's also much for her, but she can't hear Bill. There's like this silence that comes from him. And that's, you know, when you've, when you've spent your whole life hearing people shit talk you, to not hear that, oh, yeah. peace and joy. Peace and joy. Peace and euphoria. And, joy. and euphoria. euphoria, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the setting of Malotz a little bit. Um, for me, as a non-American person, Malotz, I'm obsessed with Malotz. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of this, like um, it's the quintessential dive. Yeah, bar I love pub. that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, we have pubs in the UK, which is kind of similar, but there's just something like you know, all the all the Bontemp residents are there. There's a great atmosphere. We meet some amazing characters. We meet my favorite character in the whole show, Lafayette Reynolds, oh. who is the chef. Um, Lafayette is a perfect human being. Very, very tragically, the actor Nelson Ellis, who played Lafayette, um, passed away very early, which is really tragic. But yeah, Lafayette brings this amazing energy um, to the bar. We've also got Sam, Mm. the owner of the bar, (laughs) Sam Malott, who... What are your your first thoughts on Sam? Okay, so it's interesting with the rewatch. We've watched a few episodes together now, so, you know, 
Um, originally, the first time I watched the show, mm-hmm. I didn't mind him. I thought he was a bit annoying and a bit obsessive with Suki because it's very, it's like unrequited love. Like he's obsessed mm-hmm. with her. Yes. But I just thought it was, you know, he was a little bit sad and like, you know, a little annoying, but I didn't really have much issue with him. And then as a series went on, then it was very anti-Sam. Yeah. But it's funny because rewatching it with you now, the minute he came on screen, we visibly like uggs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I we were like, not this. And so <laughs> it's so funny. And we actually watched it with a friend and it was her time, her first time watching it. And she was like, she had, she was unbothered by him. She's like, oh, he's like a little, it's like exactly our, like our first yeah. response to it. But it's funny because now knowing what we know, we're just like, right. you, Sam. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sam is a total simp. He mm-hmm. is obsessed with Suki. She is very clearly not interested in him. Um, he's just got like unbearable nice guy vibes. Like 100%. Like, you know, he, he'll like say all the right things. But the minute you tell him you don't want to hook up, you're a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not I'm not a Sam fan. I am a Tara fan. So yes. this episode, the first episode, we also meet, uh, Claire, as you mentioned, we meet um Suki's best friend Tara Thornton who is not having a great time she loses her job because she um she is she's over it she's over she, it she talks back to a customer she but does, she's done yeah 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 she's done she she's got an attitude on her and we learn that this is a problem she's lost lots of jobs because right. of this and this is why when she gets the bar at Sam Sam is very hesitant to exactly. give her the job but she's charming enough to yeah take the job um so we also meet a few extra characters who aren't massively main but are still very important to the story we meet arlene who is a fellow waitress uh, who works with suki with her amazing red hair mm-hmm. we love arlene arlene's husband renee who is a very gorgeous uh, cajun man we love him we obsessed with his accent yeah obsessed with so accent. obsessed with his accent mm-hmm. Um, we meet Detective Andy Belfler, Sheriff Bud Dearborn, and of course, we, like you mentioned, we meet Mordette Pickens, who is our murder victim, and we meet oh, Gran. Gran! We so need to talk we about meet Gran. Suki and Jason's grandmother, Adele, who is just a perfect human being. Um, she's very much like iced tea and porch mm-hmm. culture. That's how I think of like her. She, she is. She will not let you leave without a refreshment mm-hmm. and a snack. It's not a question you will be having. Mm-hmm. You will be sitting down. You will be eating her food. Um, Gran has one toxic trait. Yes. And it's that she's obsessed with the Civil War. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Gran is very excited to meet Bill Compton because he is a 173-year-old vampire who not only remembers the American Civil War, but was a soldier in the mm-hmm. civil war and was a soldier on the now you're gonna have to help me here because my civil war knowledge is pretty much next to nothing mm-hmm. so. the confederate side yeah he's a baddie we, yeah. <laughs> yes yes he fought for the south and gran when she learns of suki meeting bill first of all we do love gran even though she has this toxic trait because she is really open-minded she's the one yeah. person in suki's life who isn't freaked out, scared, warning mm-hmm. Suki to, you know, beware of Bill. She actually keeps telling her things like, we shouldn't be afraid of what we don't know. Exactly. And, you know, she's she is really open-minded and she's super excited. She wants to meet Bill because she does <laughs> want to learn <laughs> about the war. Yes. And it's interesting what you said about keeping an open mind because 
Something that we're introduced to in this episode that runs throughout is the parallels between vampires and queer people. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, the vampires are quite an obvious metaphor for queer culture. They literally come out of the closet. Mm -hmm. Um, In the amazing intro scene, we see a sign that says God hates fangs, um, Mm -hmm. which is... I want a t-shirt with that on it. Yeah. Um, we will I don't be making time... merch. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, <laughs> th- which is amazing. And, you know, Vampire Bill walks in and everyone immediately is um, either fetishizes him or mm. despises right. him. Um, you know, everyone either wants to have sex with him or wants to kill him. Gran's, like, open-mindedness is quite refreshing, even though she's a massive confederate flag (laughs) so because of gran's wishes sookie asks bill the next time she sees him if he can meet her at the end of her shift at 1 30 a.m in the parking lot at merlot's to discuss coming over she wants to ask him this big favor he says yes so at the end of the episode sookie is waiting outside in the parking lot and what happens amber Suki gets uh, the shit kicked out of her. The shit kicked um, out of her. And it's actually like really something I forgot when I was watching this show is it, it's violent, obviously, but like a lot of the vampire violence is kind of fun. Like it's silly, but and this scene was really quite <laughs> and sexy. Yeah, yeah. But this yes. was really quite hard no, to watch. It was really hard to watch. That is something that I didn't quite remember. Yeah. Like, because obviously Suki is so tiny. Anna Paquin is so tiny. And like, th- there's this, this they, they drop kick her. They drop yeah. kick her. And it's, you know, it's this really scary skinhead guy who is like, um, you know, really going to town on her, basically. And it's it, we pretty much end thinking well obviously we know so he's not going to die at this point but she's n- in a very very bad way mm-hmm. it is a very drastic ending we see her like them start to attack her mm-hmm. and then it just ends which is a crazy cliffhanger for a first episode and i think that's genius yeah i i love that it ends that way because it's like um like i said this episode is like a perfect pilot it really has everything that you want it gets you hooked um the themes are outlined it's horny as hell yeah um, let's talk about that let's talk about let's the talk about our favorite horny moments so of the episode less than five seconds into mm-hmm. true blood episode when we have a hand job scene um where we have two characters that are i don't even think they're named we don't see them again um driving along through the dark backwards country roads and the it's a road handy it's a road road handy it's a road handy Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) it's so like it's so like i love it but it's so like obviously like put there just to get you hooked and you know what it Mm -hmm. fucking works Um, it sets the tone (laughs) yeah it does set the tone it does set the tone and then these this couple go into um this like store where they they want to they want to try v they want to try like true blood do you have any of that true blood um and they want to try v and then this amazing he's not amazing because he has a confederate flag hat on Mm -hmm. but um this big southern guy is like i think y'all need to leave i don't appreciate that talk and the the guy who was getting the hand job, he says, uh, I don't remember asking you anything. Fuck you, Billy Bob. And Billy Bob comes out with my favorite one-liner that I've ever heard. I'll fuck you, and then I'll eat you. And then his fangs drop And then down. his fangs pop out. So I think also, you know, the fangs, the fangs are boners. Let's be real. They are. The fangs are boners. They are boners. Yeah. yeah. Um, we see a couple of times um, throughout the first two episodes that whenever... 
whenever violence happens on screen, the vamps love it. You know, anything, mm -hmm. their fangs are out. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's a, a reach to say that um, popping a popping a fang is a boner. Is a boner. Yeah, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. sure. Um, everyone is horny in Bontem. It's a very horny town. And I don't know if that's because, you know, I've never been to that area, Louisiana, but I imagine it's very, very sweaty. Very humid. Very sweaty. Very, very swampy. Humid. You yeah, can't yeah, wear yeah. a lot of clothes. Right. The waitresses at Merlots wear little hot pants, little tight tees. Yes. <laughs> um, but what is interesting is that Suki, we do learn, is a virgin. Yes. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Is mm -hmm. our little angelic version. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess when you're a telepath and you hear like all the fucked up shit that people say and about you, you would probably never want to go near what, a man. That's what she yeah. says basically when yeah. people ask her about her dating life. It's like, I've tried, but yeah. I can't because she'll hear into their thoughts exactly. and she can't deal. Um, but so the fact that we have our little angelic virgin who is so enamored by Bill. No, sex god I know. It's, <laughs> it's really like i mean obviously you see this in a lot of vampire media but it really is the classic vampire story you know the virginal woman mm -hmm. the the experienced older man coming out of the darkness <laughs> to to take her her purity but you know, what but a tale as old as time, tale the as old experienced as time. man coming out of the darkness exactly you know, we've all been we've there. all been there but what i love about true blood is that suki is a horned dog like she is she is chasing bill like she is she, he, she bill is like often he's like oh can we take it a, like mm -hmm. a little slowly like she she is very assertive in what she wants um she basically, obviously, like we said, she can't hear Bill um, and he's a vampire. So they obviously have this aura. But straight from the get go, she's like, I want to hop on that. Yeah, she's the top. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> even the one time, you know, he's really sweet with her, obviously, because he's enamored from the mm -hmm. beginning. Um, but the one time he says something kind of inappropriate, she's like, hey, watch your mouth. When you're talking to me, you're talking right. to me as a lady. You yeah. will respect me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. She sets the tone. Um, one thing that we really do need to talk about is that Suki has a smell. Yeah. And this is going to become a bigger thing. And we're going to learn about it in a few more episodes. But that's right. the initial thing with Bill is that she smells so good. Yeah. He asks her the infamous line, What are you? What are you? Suki. Suki. What are you? What are yeah, you? Yeah. She, um, Something that's like funny about True Blood, and I haven't read the books that True Blood is based on, the Sookie Stackhouse series by Charlene Harris, but um, it, it gives me a bit like Twilight vibes in that Sookie's mm -hmm. character is very much, she's an insert for the author. You know, she's perfect. She's beautiful. All the vampires are obsessed with her because there's something special, there's something about, special her. about her. She's not just like any girl. She's like, she smells like this amazing smell of her blood that they they simply can't get enough of. And I love, I love that True Blood is a self-insert for Charlene Harris because that's, well, that exactly, and that's like exactly what Fifty Shades of Grey is as well. Yep. It's like a self-insert of a self-insert. Yes. Um, and the vampires can't glamour her, which is a huge Yes, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. not only does she smell good, they know something's different. Um, glamouring, if you don't know, in the vampire community is when you hypnotize someone. It's the vampire's version of hypnotism. And they can't do it with her. Yes. So that's another exciting, like, what's going on here? What is yeah, she? Yeah, we immediately know that Suki is... Well, we don't know what she is, but we know that she's not, you know, she's not the same as everyone else. 
Um, she's not just a waitress. She's not she just a him. waitress. No, she's I'm not. I'm Suki. I'm a waitress. Yeah, no, she. there's something up with her and um, we need to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, kill count for this episode, Amber. Kill count for this episode is a measly one. So mm. I feel like this episode has a lot going on in it and it's not really time to get to the full, you know, blood and guts of it all. But we only have the death of Mordet Pickens, um, Jason's fuck buddy. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's like, our kill count. Okay, sure, what's yeah. your favorite horny moment? My favorite horny moment of episode one is Jason. Like just Jason's whole Jason going down on Mordet Pickens when she's watching I don't know what she's watching, but she's watching something on TV. And then she brings up that she slept with a vamp and they watch the vamp video. And she's like, I filmed it. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Duh, and obviously. Jason, Jason, well, but just Jason, basically. Jason, Jason, Jason is perfect. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, how about you, Claire? What's your mm-hmm. favorite horny moment? My favorite horny moment is a piggyback off of this. It includes Jason. But the fact that Jason does think he has strangled a woman to death, goes to the bar... <laughs> And then pick tries to pick up another woman. Yes. Jason yep. can't, his libido cannot be stopped. Right. Jason, Jason is too much. Jason is yeah. too much. Jason immediately goes to the bar and tries to pick up Dawn, a fellow waitress. Um, and yeah, we know like, they've had a thing. Exactly. And she denies him because she's annoyed with him. The um, man cannot be stopped. He cannot be stopped. The man cannot be stopped. So yeah, just Jason. Yeah. Jason all around. Just Jason. <laughs> Amber, mm. I think we need to rate our horniness level. Out of things, yeah? Yeah. What would you give it? You know what? This show is horny, but it gets hornier. It does. I was, actually, I was going to originally just give it a four, but I think I'm going to give it a 10 because only because we get a hand job less than five <laughs> seconds in. Um, so I think I'm going to bump it up to a five out of 10 because we, we only really get one titty scene. It's more dead. We only get one pair of titties, really. We get one pair of titties, but then we also get a vampire sex tape. True. We also get rough sex. True. We also get everyone's dirty thoughts about Suki. Okay, so would you bump it? Five and a half. All right, five and a half. half. Let's go for five and a half. (laughs) Five and a half fangs. Fangs out of 10 for horniness. How about blood and guts out of 10? How bloody and violent and bangery is this episode Mm -hmm. although it's not our most and it's definitely going to increase that end scene i think gives us a five yeah i would say a five the The end scene alone yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. so we definitely we have a long ways to go oh and do we (laughs) (laughs) i'm just the blood the amount of blood we will see oh we will bathe we were we We will will bathe in the blood we would love to know what are your horniest moments of the episode yes what would you rate it how many things would you give it what would you rate it what do you think of the mystery so far like who's your favorite character so far anything and what was yeah what was your horniest moment and we will see you in the next episode yes we're so excited i'm pumped are you pumped yes (laughs) i'm ready i'm ready (laughs) okay bye amber bye Follow us on Instagram at fangbangerspod and we'll see you at Fangtasia next time. You can follow Amber on Instagram at hornbloodfire and Claire on Instagram at sundayscaries with two Ys. Thanks to Lauricon for our amazing theme tune. Follow them at Lauricon. Thanks to Deirdre aka at 
Creep Can Sleep for our gorgeous cover art and thanks to our wonderful editor James at JD Hilmer. <laughs>